another episode of Lunch Chat. Already this fourth week of January 2020. Where is the time gone? I'm Jay Rogers. I am perplexed. You are? No, Why? I'm, Why? No, I'm Tara. Okay, yes. <laughs> Which often are synonyms. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to uh, start off right now with something uh, uh, fun that happened uh, to me last week. Well, Oh, okay. I don't. Uh, fun in that I like it when things that I like from my childhood come back. Okay. All right. Now, I think I've expressed my love uh, several times for something that hasn't yet come back, but I think it needs to, which are uh, almost home cookies. I knew he was going to say almost home cookies. Right. I knew you were going to say that. But something I haven't been able to get in about 15 <laughs> years plus have come back. Okay. And finally, I was able to get them because supposedly they came back last year. And uh, we looked in every store, I think maybe even two years ago, could not find them. Nope. And those were Planters Cheese Balls. Yes. And I uh, mm-hmm. finally found a canister uh, just this past week. <laughs> he did. He and was so excited. I was. It's, you know, it's weird that you know, something as simple as that could you know, bring uh, trigger such feelings of uh, joy. Uh, well, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. You I had I something I similar a couple of years ago. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to be a donor. Yeah. On your on your happy parade. Yeah. Okay. But his I, I just so he popped them open and we were trying them. Yep. And my opinion was that they were just like a little too salty. Now that's I don't know if they were originally like that. And unfortunately it's been, it's been so 15 long. years at right. least, right. Um yeah, I mean, the... Kind of a funny little noise. Yeah, the formula could have changed, certainly. But, yes. I don't know, it seemed to taste like how I remember them. Okay, well... Which, which I found a couple of other things. Now, I don't know if I've talked about it at length over here, but I think I might have. I prefer, when it comes to soft drinks, uh, sugar, pure cane sugar versus high fructose mm. corn syrup. Okay. And for some reason... I thought they used cane sugar when I was a kid. So the taste was what I remember. It's what I grew up with as opposed to high fructose corn syrup, which to me, something tastes off. I can tell the difference. Something with high fructose corn syrup tastes off. And a lot of times they'll bring back something, but it has the new ingredients. So it doesn't taste quite the same. It's like new Coke versus Coke Classic. Didn't they bring out? Yeah, like for Coke a short time, or something? they brought back either Coke 2 or New Coke, one of those, <laughs> uh, for, um, what's the, sh- um, I should know it, was Stranger Things. Oh, so it was, like a, str- it was like a publicity thing. It was, it was okay, a tie-in. It was, it was like a couple years ago when they brought Ecto Cooler out. Right. For the 2016 mm-hmm. Ghostbuster film. Right. Which we still have like a whole case of juice I boxes do. on I top do. of the fridge, and who knows what shape they're in now, but... Uh, well, I mean, are we keeping those in hopes that twenty years from now we can sell them on uh, eBay? Uh, if or maybe in the next couple of years, if Paul Fye gets his wish and the two thousand sixteen <laughs> Ghostbusters is tied in with a new one coming out, I or is I it just we never got around to drinking it? Which is what I suspect. <clears throat> uh, it's I never got around to drinking it. Um, I I do believe. Jason Reitman said specifically that it is not mm-hmm. going to be, they won't be together. Okay. So, so, so uh, no matter what Paul is, is dreaming, <laughs> right. it's not going to happen. All right. Well, I haven't seen the 2016 Ghostbusters. I don't want to see the 2016 Ghostbusters. Right. If they tied it in as, you know, an alternate universe, okay, I can buy that. You know, it's to quote Futurama, it sort of feels like a B. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I, I'm glad that the current franchise or the current movie that'll be out in about six months, a little bit less than six months, will yes. be part of the original canon. Yes. Which is what we wanted as fans. Right. We wanted a tie into the original canon. Right. And just to compound this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, high C 2017 Ecto Cooler, a 10 pack, yeah, is selling 
on eBay for $45. Wow, okay. Yes. So we have um, green liquid gold sitting on top of our refrigerator. <laughs> Uh, possibly. All right. I mean, here's the thing, right? Yep. People always think this way, right? It's like, oh, I'll sell that on eBay or, mm-hmm. you know, any of the other, there are other, uh, auction type sites, I'm sure. And the thing about that is you can think like, well, this is worth a hundred dollars. Right. But... You have to get somebody willing to pay that. Correct. Supply and demand. Right, right. Now, I have um, a pair of limited edition Star Wars Adidas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? They. It's funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got like a weird thing in my throat. Yeah. It's funny. It's like it. the only thing that, that's even remotely Star Wars about it is near the tip of the shoe. You know how you have the straight lace? Mm-hmm. The very la- the very first, well, it's the last lace if you're looking this way, and the first lace if you're for lacing them up. Okay. Has a little emblem thing, and it's silver, and it says Star Wars. Okay. And that's the only Star Wars thing about it. So it costs X amount to have that little bit of silver printing on the I'm shoelaces. A, I'm going to be honest with you, it's an $80 shoe. Okay. Not the most expensive I've heard of. <clears throat> no. No, and they had some. Now, here's the thing. They came out, they launched in December, which is like, I don't know why companies do this. It's mm-hmm. like they launched, uh, well, I do know Christmas. why. I do yeah. know why. It's Christmas, and they want people to... Excuse me, the holiday shopping season. Right, and I mean, they want they want it to sell out, mm-hmm. right? And especially if they're like, it's limited. Right. Well, it's gone. It's limited right? to 500,000. That's what they don't tell you. So I wanted a pair, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I like Star Wars. But I didn't want something that if somebody looked at it, they were automatically going to be like, you have a Star Wars shoe. Like, I didn't want that. But yep. I wanted something cool looking. <clears throat> and they had a few cool designs that I was like, oh, that's not that's not bad. That's pretty cool. And then, uh, but I didn't want to, my thing originally was I was going to wear them. Right. Right. So, I I was looking for a pair that I liked, mm-hmm. and also wasn't that expensive because I I have a thing like I for sneakers like eighty bucks is really my absolute limit limit yeah. like I can't see mm-hmm. and a couple of these shoes were like one hundred ninety nine one hundred and forty. 130 bucks. That's like some Air Jordans mm. in 1990. I just could not reconcile myself to spend 130, 140 bucks on a pair of shoes. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got the shoes. And I got I got the size that I thought was going to be good. Because it, it's tough buying stuff online. Mm-hmm. And I told my nephews... Uh, who are in their 20s, that I had gotten these shoes. And one of them is a big sneakerhead. Yep. Well, at least he was. Now, he's he's turned his eye to more fancy, like, dress-type shoes. Okay. But he has a lot of sneaker knowledge. So I said, I got these Star Wars shoes. And he goes, you're not going to wear them, are you? <laughs> and I went, yeah, I am. I spent money on the shoe. I want to wear the shoe. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, you can't wear them. And I went, but I want to. Right. So they kind of razzed me a little bit. And I said, okay, I'll buy a second pair. Because their theory was keep it in the box, put it Mm -hmm. away for a year or so. Yeah. Longer if you can. Mm -hmm. And then sell it. Mm -hmm. Never worn shoes will obviously, I mean, people sell worn shoes. Right. You know, slightly worn, you know, Mm -hmm. worn a few times, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, to me, that's still nasty. Right, right. So, I I had to wait a little while for Adidas to get them back in stock. Mm -hmm. But I was able to get a secondary pair. Right. So, I ordered a secondary pair, and I ordered, they didn't have the size that I originally got, but they had the next size down. So, I said, okay, well, I'll get that pair. And then if that pair fits better, like whatever pair fits better, that'll be the pair that I keep. Mm-hmm. 
and then I'll sell the other pair. Right. Right? So the other pair came, and the next size down, actually, it does fit pretty good. Yeah, it, it, it fits pretty good. So I said, oh, I'll probably keep this pair. Right. Sell the bigger pair, because the bigger the size, the more money. Sure. Right? Sure. So what had happened was I got my secondary pair, and then about a week later, mm-hmm. another box comes. A tertiary. <clears throat> And I get a text from Jay, and he says, "You have a box here from Adidas." And I went, "Why? I got this. I already got my shoes." Yeah. And apparently there was some sort of mistake, mm-hmm. and they sent me a secondary <laughs> pair. So now I have three pairs. Okay. So I said, "I'm gonna keep the two. Yeah. That are my size. Yep. The size that I want, and I'll keep the third. Right. In the box, and I'll put it in the cardboard like shipping box. Yep." And I'll put it away somewhere because mm-hmm. they're already selling for about three or four hundred dollars on eBay. Really? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Absolutely incredible. I mean, Isn't you can, it? when you can buy them new for mm-hmm. eighty or one ninety nine. Well, they're hard to is. get. Yeah, they're well, hard to so. get. Like I was checking, because uh, they have an app. So yep. I was checking the Adidas app like every other day. Mm-hmm. And on some things, they don't get them back in stock. Like, I have, I like the Neos. Yeah. So that's the pair that I wear, the the Adidas Neos. It's basically just a, a flat top. Yeah. And they have the, the vertical stripes. And it's the cloud foam also. Mm-hmm. So it's like walking on a cushion. Oh. So I have a pair with black stripes. Yep. And then I got a secondary pair with red stripes. Yep. And... For some reason, like, if I would go to the Adidas store, like, this type of shoe with different color stripes, like, they don't really do. Mm-hmm. But on their app, they do. So, I, uh, you you can, like, add things to, your, like, your wish list and stuff. Yeah. So, I, they had a pair that was orange. Okay. Not the shoe, it's, like, the stripes. Yep were orange, and then they had accent trim mm-hmm. that was orange, and the rest of it was white. And I thought, wow, that looks really nice. Yeah. And I've been waiting since November for them to get this back in stock, and they haven't. <sighs> and yes. you haven't resorted to going on eBay and paying 500 No, I just, <laughs> I can't, I, I, I've been checking Amazon. Okay. Because I thought, well, Amazon's a huge marketplace, and they have, um, you know, all kinds of sellers so maybe I can look out there, and I haven't been able to find them. Right. Now, something similar happened to me just this past week, a week ago. All right, there's this company. Not to totally geek out, but you've already started on Star Wars. <laughs> so haven't I, though? You have. So we're just going to go down the rabbit hole, a different, but to a different tunnel. As I've said before many times, I'm a ham radio operator. That you are. Or or as uh, some other countries say it, and I think it's a much nicer term, radio aficionado. <laughs> Sounds so much more sophisticated, I, doesn't it? I absolutely love like when people come up with fancy terms. I was watching, no. No, just a yeah. quick aside, I was yep. watching a show, and this person was talking about being single, and instead of saying, I'm single, they said, I'm self-partnered. Right. Uh, now, doesn't that contradict itself? Because a partner already implies two. You know, that there's somebody know. else. I don't know, but I thought, wow, that's uh, funny. Unless you have a cloning machine and are able to <clears throat> clone yourself. I'm self-partnered. Uh, <laughs> so now I find this out. I know, I could uh, yeah. have used that way back in, you know, my 20s. Yeah, I was self-partnered for six years. <laughs> self-partnered. I know. All right, Mr. Radio Aficionado, keep yes. going. Well, that's a term that other languages use. No. Um, you know, Engl- uh, so English, it's, you know, ham or amateur or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some of the Latin-based uh, languages... Because English is, you know, sort of Latin, but sort of Germanic. It's a hodgepodge. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in, like, Spanish and Italian, it's radio aficionado. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a much, to me, a much more sophisticated term. I love saying that. But anyway, um, there is a company which has gone through several itinerations, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Um, no, basically, yeah. Called Heathkit. It started out in, way back in like 19, 
03 or something as yeah. an airplane parts company. And over the years, especially in the mid-20th century, um, after World War II, there was this glut of cathode ray tubes. You know, the old CRTs for uh, TV sets mm-hmm. and little ones. And those were used in radar. Well, what do you do with these things? You know, you could buy, I don't know, 30000 you know, to the dollar or something like that because the U.S. government didn't need them anymore. The war was won. So <laughs> what? <Yay>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they were, really, uh, they were surplus. So these companies sprouted up. They bought the surplus and then would sell them. So what the Heath Kit uh, or the Heath Company did was they founded this offshoot called Heath Kit. You could build your own oscilloscope for cheap money because whatever an oscilloscope was going for way back in the 50s and 40s, Mm -hmm. it was a fraction of that cost to build it yourself. So they would take these old cathode ray tubes and incorporate them into this kit. So that led to other things. And eventually an amateur radio market sprouted up and they were popular up until the 70s, because you could, and even beyond that, because you could build for yourself at a fraction of the cost, and the looks were pretty good, what, you know, what looked like something that was professionally built, but cost a lot more money. It'd be like building your own car for a fraction of what it costs to, you know, build a Chevy or a Ford or uh, yeah. something like that. So they were popular because... People were able to save money. Um, and it wasn't until the uh, influ- the influx of Japanese uh, radios in the early 70s that Heath Kids started to have problems. And by the 90s, when I started to get, in, uh, get interested, they were on their last legs. And then 1992, pfft, they were done. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't a raspberry sound. It wasn't <laughs> supposed to be. That was supposed to be just something petering out. <laughs> They did, and then they did educational kits uh, for a time after that, but then they went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So this uh, ham back around 2008 or nine, something like that, maybe a little later, bought the rights to the name, bought the back catalog, etc. He's now uh, started Heath Kit again. They have a, just a few products. But you could build some things again, you know, basically accessories at this point, like you could way back when. So somebody like me, I like, you know, building (laughs) something myself. I don't know how good I am at it, but hopefully good enough. And I'm too young to have experienced the golden age, but it's like I can feel, you know, the same kind of sense of completion and satisfaction for building something myself. So I brought this kit in. I ordered something from them, and I had heard it took a little while for stuff to come from them. But I was like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm, not, I'm in no rush. It's a clock. Mm-hmm. It's a digital clock, and okay. it's called the world's most accurate clock, <laughs> trademark. Um, and Wow, okay. Yeah. And I brought it in. Now, the guys I work with are both in their mid-60s. So they remember the halcyon days of Heathkit. Mm-hmm. And one guy's out, and the other guy was there. Um, this was a week ago, Monday. Uh, so it was uh, Martin Luther King Day. All right. Most people had it off. We had to work. But <laughs> I got to sleep. You did. Lucky. So I brought it in. And it was like... You know, he first off, he's like, "Oh, it's an unbuilt, uh, unbuilt Heath kit. You should uh, hold on to that. The you know that goes for a lot of money on eBay." I said, "Look at the copyright date on it. The copyright date." And now, this even surprised me mm-hmm. because we are only four weeks into the new year, the new decade. It right. says copyright 2020 on it because it's new. But he didn't know that they were back in business, so mm-hmm. he looks at it. He's puzzled. What that can't be right. Is that a reprint? They said no. The company restarted. Mm-hmm. Really? I was like, yeah. Uh, you should hold on to that. You know, you shouldn't build it because in case they go out of business again. I said, you know, first off, I've already opened the box. Right. You know, because I plan on building this thing. I was mm-hmm. like, and I uh, actually in front of him, uh, he went off to do something else, uh, and I started checking off to make sure the parts were in the box mm-hmm. that they said. He was like, you're building. It? I said, well, you know, they're around right now if i wanted to i could buy another one and put it aside but this has the colors i like 
but my plan is I want to buy something from them so they'll stay in business and produce other things. I don't, I mean, I understand that idea of put it aside and then you can sell it later. Right. Because you're doing that with some shoes. Yeah, I'm doing that with a pair of shoes, but it's like, if I don't, here's the thing. It's like, I could say, well, they're going for $400 on eBay. Yeah. But then I got to find somebody who's willing to pay $400 right. for mine. Right. Right? Right. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't always happen. No. And I, I, I just couldn't see the point in, I was I was so, and I like the shoe, mm-hmm. obviously. Because now I have three pants. Right. But it's like, I don't, I, I don't understand the thing of like, well, I'll buy that. And just not even look at it. Right. And I'll just sell it later. It's like... So you're not a collector so much. I I have some stuff that could be considered collectibles. Yep. But it's like if I... I don't think I could ever sell that stuff. Right. It's like I think if I were to sell it, I'd buy a secondary one to mm-hmm. sell. Right. You know? And keep whichever one either was of lesser value either, you know, because it has less emotional value or it's a little bit worse for the wear. (laughs) Here's the thing. Yeah. And I think I know exactly where this comes from. Okay. Is when I was a kid, uh, (laughs) I used to, I used to play with all kinds of toys, right? Mm -hmm. I played with whatever was, was cool, what interests me. Yep. I loved Care Bears and I also loved Transformers. I right. thought, like, that is such a cool thing. Yep. There's a robot, and he can be other things. Yeah. That's neat. Right. And I liked so you weren't a, So you weren't a girly girl. No, I mean, I had Barbie stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I played with anything. Right. Like, everything that, like, caught Lincoln my Lincoln Logs? No, I don't, nah. my cousin had a thing in Lincoln Logs. Though. I did, too. Yeah. Um, so it was just like, I just played with whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just like, I had... Almost every single He-Man figure. Yes. I had not all the Transformers, but I had a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I, his, it's, it's, <laughs> it still hurts me, but I know the story, so I'll just let you tell it. Yeah, uh, there was my mom used to work at this place, and I had outgrown that stuff, right? So it was in a box in the basement, right? Yep. And my mom kind of said, you know, you don't play with that stuff anymore. And there's this lady I work with, and she's got smaller kids. Can I give them yeah. to her kids? And yeah. I went, yeah, okay. And, and I mean, like, without yourself. even really thinking about it. And, well, actually, it was strongly suggested to me. Oh, okay. And so I was like, okay. And I really, really, really wish I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. Because although I was doing a good thing, it's like when you get older and you're like, well, you know, I used to have that. Yeah. And I mean, like the original, the original He-Man design. Yep. Which has changed. Has it? Yes. Okay. And they had all kinds of incarnations of it. It was like they did a uh, one you could like punch him in the stomach and like <laughs> it was like, oh, God. Uh, so, but he's so they, ripped. They like body damage He-Man oh. and Skeletor. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember that. All right. It's like battle armor. And I had a, I had a ton of them. But yeah. Anyway. And it's, it's like, I sit there and I said, well, I have, uh, and kind of an office, kind of yep. now. And I thought, well, I, I'd great to like put up a shelf, and if I had those guys still. Yeah. And, like, trying to replace those now. Mm-hmm would cost me a fortune. Right. And the only thing that, one of the few things that I really, really like, mm-hmm. and I'm try- actually tr- actively trying to replace it, Yeah. was the Transformers, I had all the Dinobots. Yep. But the one that I loved the most was Grimlock. Mm-hmm. And he was my favorite. He's the <laughs> little, if anybody remembers Transformers, he was the, um, the, like the Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. And he spoke like in... Like an idiot. Yeah. And he spoke in like the third person, Grimlock mad. Yeah. Like, and it was actually, he was voiced by Greg Berger, who voiced Odie. Oh, in the Garfield okay. and Odie cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Odie only had barks, but. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to, vo- like, that's a lot of voice work, too. It's like, mm-hmm. rah, rah. right. 
So well, as James May uh, showed yeah. us in uh, Our Man in Japan recently. Right. Bim. <laughs> so I'm trying. Now, the original, because of the, the Michael Bay movies, Yeah. and he introduced the Dinobots, mm-hmm. the, but it's the, the design is different. Yeah. So I'm trying to find... An original. And the original design Grimlock. Yep. Now, I went to, like, the Toy Vault. Mm-hmm store which i my heart breaks when i go in that store because i'm like oh i remember i had that yes now it's like 50 bucks yeah the original design grimlock is like a hundred bucks and i'm just oh i can't it like i want it and i sit there and i'm like can't justify it i know what you mean yeah it's like oh you know what i could do with a hundred bucks that could go toward a bill that could you know yeah groceries it's like I know, because uh, I'm doing the same thing right now. Going back to Heathkit, see, those were the first radios I had. Yeah. And I'm try- I had two of them. One was a receiver that I used mm-hmm. as a kid, and then the other was a uh, transmitter, which I didn't uh, get to use because I didn't yet have a license. So, yeah. you know, over time, this stuff just wears down and breaks down. So I- now I'm trying to get it um, back up and running because mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Neither works at present so i'm trying to order some parts in and you know same thing i'm trying to do i have a a car that i'm trying to get back on the road from 1974 but Mm -hmm. i know nothing about cars so other people are doing it for me which of course is you know money (laughs) um but my uh, thing is i want to get my office uh you know cleared up and mm-hmm. then I want to have a complete set of match, oh, like all the accessories that went with these radios. And I'm able to, you know, piecemeal some of them together on eBay. Uh, I could probably get a few, you know, with some local uh, ham fest, but they're always like nine o'clock Saturday morning. And the last thing I want to do Saturday morning is get up. I just want to stay in bed, <laughs> you know? Um, wow. Yeah. You know, the last thing I want to do. Right. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, we've talked about that, so, but, uh, you know, it's, it was probably have been easier back then. Mm-hmm. Of course, I wasn't around yet, so, you know, that's beside the point. Um, and as for He-Man stuff, I had that stuff too, and when we were cleaning out uh, my childhood home, yeah. I had given some of the things to my neighbor for the express purpose of reselling, and then once he got his uh, commission, I would pocket the rest. I don't mm-hmm. know whatever happened about that because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Ah. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, you know, my stuff I could have just given you and you could have put up on shelves. <laughs> you know, there's, Maybe. There was one toy when uh, from our childhood as a boy. I'm, I was supposed to have liked G.I. Joe, but I didn't. I was never into mm-hmm. anything war. Right. You know, like the last thing I, I remember as a kid hearing about, you know, they had a draft back before I was born and it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to <laughs> go to war, you know? So I never bothered with GI Joe or when, anything like that. When I was in high school, yeah, we were, um, it was like around desert storm yep. time. And a lot of my classmates were worried that they would be a draft. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, that's a real extreme yeah. measure. Right. You know? I it's think... like, it's like what is that, in Stripes? Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I thought I'd sign up before they drafted me. And they're <laughs> like, we don't draft anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I think the military would rather have the volunteer system than... You know, a draft because when mm-hmm. you're volunteer, you're doing it because to some degree you want to be there as opposed mm-hmm. to like, if you pull me off the street, I don't want to go to war. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to wear fatigues. I don't want to, you know, right. um, you know, that's just not me. I mean, my, my uncle had been drafted right. in Vietnam and, uh, he really didn't want to be there. Right. <laughs> and he was, um. And this is uh, crazy. They they made him a medic. Okay. There's no medical training at all. Right. The reason that they put him in the medic 
uh, core core was because he was a really big guy. Mm-hmm. And was so it like seven he, feet or something? Yeah, he's yeah. about seven feet tall. Lurch. When he left, he was a good weight. When he came back, he was like really, really thin. Really? Yeah. And but he was a big guy, so he could carry two people at once. Mm-hmm. And right. it's like. Uh, that's a horrible reason. Yeah, to, to make somebody a medic. But it also didn't also keep him kind of you know far enough behind the scenes, or was he out in uh, uh, action? He didn't talk about. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a common thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, I know he had a lot of trouble when he came back. Right. With um, because. What would happen a lot of times is people would uh, have to be on post duty, mm-hmm. and they'd have to watch the camps and stuff at night. Yep. And he would, if he slept at all, he would sleep under his bed. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of pacing when he came back. He would pace and walk all night around yeah. the house. Yeah. That song, mm-hmm. Still in Saigon, I think, uh, from the Charlie Daniels band, has a lot of uh, mm-hmm. truth to it. As I understand it, my uh, half brother was in Vietnam too, because he was a generation older than I am. Because mm-hmm. my father was that much older, right? So, um, my half brother was thirty-two years older than I am. So I, I never heard him talk about it too too much. We didn't talk for mm-hmm. uh, like twenty years, but you know, we had, we had a, a thawing towards the end, and mm-hmm. you know, it was uh, it was good. And uh, he did say though that the country itself was beautiful. And I guess my uncle go- said that too. Yeah, he said that too, and it was against policy regulation, yeah. whatever you want to say, to take photographs. Oh, okay. And my uncle had smuggled some. Out. <laughs> well, he ended up. My uncle ended up getting shot. Okay. And he was shot with because the the Viet Cong would make their own. Ammunition oh jeez, yeah, and their own landmines. Yep. So when he was shot, it was a, a mine type situation so it was shrapnel and he got shrapnel in his leg ah and from that it went uh he got what do we call that gangrene Sept- yeah uh, septicemia it went, it went he almost lost his leg okay like they he went to i think hong kong was the closest okay. hospital and then from there he went to germany yeah Jeez. and from germany he went to boston Come see the world. And well, the policy is apparently, at least at that time, and I'm sure it's still the same, mm-hmm. where when they ultimately get the soldier home for medical care, they try to put them in a facility closest to their family. Right. So they can be, the family can can visit. And them. Boston to your family is like mm-hmm. what twenty miles? Well, they ended up being in Lynn. Okay. The hospital in Lynn. So fifty miles, something like that, probably, yeah. give or take. Yeah, but I mean, my grandmother had the telegram. Yeah. That said nothing except that he had been shot. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you get that, and then it's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right. This this doesn't help at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I guess they're not. Well, I guess they're not sending Hallmark cards. No, no, they no. wouldn't. No. You know, and uh, I know we're. We went but, off topic, which is fine. But, but he did. He did say it was beautiful, and I do have some of his photos. Yeah. Um, because when he, he passed away when I was in high school, mm-hmm. just about going into high school, he had uh, died in a fishing accident. Yeah. And so, um, I had wanted to see the photos for years because I heard he had them, and when my grandfather passed away a f- couple of years ago. Uh, and they were cleaning out the house, they did ultimately find the album. Really? Yes. So I was very excited, and I was like, I want to see, like, the photos. Yep. So I've been dying to see these for, mm-hmm. you know, since I was a teenager. So I was going through the photos, and I was like, wow. Because it's, and it's like when you watch, like, a, a movie or something. Right. You know? One of those <laughs> Vietnam-era yeah. films. I was like, Wow. Did you see all these people, and you're like, who is that? And he's standing with other soldiers and like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just like. <laughs> he's towering over them, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, we. I think we talked recently about travel. And that's, uh, that's one of those countries I don't know if I want to visit. You know, because it's still like, uh, can we go there? Which I think we can. I, I believe we, we can. 
Which I is, just... Uh, yeah. I, here's the thing. We're going to get into travel now. Okay. No. So, <laughs> not no, necessarily. No, no. no, it's just that Vietnam has never been one of those places that I've ever said, oh, oh boy. Right. Like, I, I would love to go there. Yeah. You know, even though... Um, there there are people who have said it's quite nice. Yeah, it's you know what it's tough for me because the the like the familial that, connection. No, not that. No? It's just uh, they have a very fish based diet. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't like seafood. No, now no, you I. we watched recently. Yep. Um, James May of Top Gear and Grand Tour fame. Yes. Has his own travel show called Our Man in Japan. Right. And Japan has never been one of those places that uh, has ever excited me at all. Okay. For the same reason. And, I'll, I'll, well, I'll, the, that reason for the for the fish-based diet, mm-hmm. it's like, what the heck would I eat over there? Right. Yeah, I'm the, uh, I feel the same way. <laughs> noodles. Yeah. I'd eat noodles. <laughs> <laughs> ramen, lots of it, just ramen, like being in college. lots of ramen. And, but I mean, like they take ramen to like extreme levels mm-hmm. over there. It's not like, you know, it's like, Ooh, yeah. it's ramen. Yeah. It's not like, but I think noodles. population wise, I don't like, I don't like those areas where it's like you're shoulder to shoulder with people. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> Times Square at Christmas time. Yes. Yeah. And you go, oh my gosh, so many people, mm-hmm. you know, you and I watched, uh, over the weekend, a Bavarian type travel thing, which was from 2008 and looked like it was from 1982. Right, and public access like, style graphics, I'm the like, whole uh, works. Where is this from? It was bizarre. <laughs> it was. But I mean, there were you know they showed Oktoberfest and they're like you know 70,000 people blah blah come to mm-hmm. the blah, blah. and I probably have the number lower. Yeah. But I was sitting there going, oh, my God, that's so many people. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, yeah, I don't like those crowded situations. Nor do I. And he's, the, the travel person, when I watch these things, and they show all these people, and I just sit there, and I'm like, you know, that's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. But I would try really hard, if I was someplace, to find a place that had the fewer Mm-hmm. Like the, yes. like there's the tourist thing. Like we also watched a um, a thing about Germany, like oh no, it was Berlin, mm-hmm. East Berlin, West Berlin, and the guy was like, okay, well this is where the tourists go, but you know, then that's fine, but here's where like the locals would go. Yeah, and I I would more apt to find where the locals go. Right, because there are fewer people. Right, like um. I think it was a year after we had met, or or maybe before, uh, I went to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And we were, my, I went with a friend of mine, and he's very, uh, he's very extroverted. <laughs> my my buddy Ryan, he's yeah. very extroverted, so he has no problem walking up to anybody and, and right. saying whatever. So he made friends with the... I don't remember if the guy was the morning clerk or the night clerk of the hotel. And his name was Juan. Okay. Of course. <laughs> of course. And he was very, very friendly. And so he... One, I remember one time I was showering and I was I was dressed and my friend returned to the hotel room and he said, guess what? And I said, what? And he goes, I talked to Juan. And I said, did you? And he goes, yeah. And he said, he gave me a list of places, things we should do, places we should eat mm-hmm. that's not like as touristy. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like where the locals would go to get breakfast mm-hmm. instead of like going to, you know, yeah. McDonald's or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was more to that. Not really, no. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm very much uh, the same way as you are. Yeah. So I would, well, in terms of, well, I don't like being around hordes of people. So right. I, but. My thing is, I just want something good, but I don't want to have to deal with, you know, huge lines to do it. Now, if you were, all right, if you were to come to Rhode Island and ask (laughs) (laughs) nine out of ten people where the locals would go, you would end up with cuisine that me personally would not care for, you know? But some people want that. Right. They want, like, the local flavor. Yeah. You know? 
But Robert Robert Irvine was just in Westerly. Was he? Yeah, redoing okay. a restaurant for his Restaurant Impossible show. No kidding. Yeah, All and right. that Tanya Nyack was with him. Really? Yeah. Huh. She was helping with the interior design and stuff. Is she uh, also on Christmas uh, light, light Fight? fight? Yes. Yeah, okay. I like Christmas lights. I forced Jay to watch all these Christmas <laughs> lights shows and, and stuff. she also uh, watches uh, like, you know, 31 Days of Halloween uh, where you have... Uh, I think those are fun. Yeah, the the haunted the, houses haunted and things. Haunted attractions yeah. and things to do. I think those are fun. Are you waiting for like 14 days of Valentine's Day? We're... <laughs> No, I'm actually I'm not into Valentine's Day, which is good news for me. I know, isn't yes. it? I was gonna say as um, oh my goodness, I had a whole well, aside. Rhode for Island what you were cuisine. Oh, 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 this is what I was gonna say. Uh, I have an amendment yeah. to my previous statement, which is, if some place that's a tourist attraction is big enough, yep, where if there's a lot of people, it doesn't feel like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Great example is I went to Italy. Yeah. Right. My sister was living in Italy. She lived in Italy for, I don't know, five or six years. All right. um, Because her husband was working there. And so I went to visit, and I was there for a a week or so. We'll say a week or so. And she's like, write down all the things you want to see. And the only thing I wanted to see, because I'm I'm so into, like, mythology and Mm -hmm. stuff... The only thing I wanted to see was the Coliseum. All right. I was like, I just want to see the Coliseum. I was going to say Parthenon, and I'm thinking, no, wait, that's Greek. Greece. <laughs> yeah. That's Greece. That's yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. I've heard parts of Greece are very, very beautiful. Yeah, so have I. I, w- I would be more apt to want to see Greece than Italy, FYI. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the food in Greece, but... No, it'd be, you know, house of pizza, house of... <laughs> well, no, they eat stuff wrapped in, like, leaf. Yeah, fig leaves yeah, and stuff, yeah. 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 Well, so, I thought you liked that. Uh, no, you like stuffed peppers. That's right. Oh yeah, I love yeah. stuffed peppers, which is a uh, Armenian dish, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we went to the Colosseum, and even though you would think like, oh, the Colosseum, there's going to be a million people there. Yep. It's so massive, like you don't really notice anybody else. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. And to th- they have like a tour. You can tour mm-hmm. with a tour guide. Or you can walk around. Right. And we just chose to, like, walk around. Now, was it one of those things where you were there, like, you know, some off time, like 11 a.m. on a Wednesday? Or was it, uh, uh, you know, weekend tourist time? And wh- which honestly, uh, time I don't of year? Know. Okay. I went around August, September. Okay. So, that's around the time of year that I went. Um, I honestly don't remember what day it was. But I remember when you came out into the square... That was full of people. And they have, like, people on the sidewalk, like, selling stuff. Yep. Because I remember I had wanted a pair of sunglasses. I was like, oh, I want to get a pair of sunglasses. Italian sunglasses. Yeah. And um, I ended up getting a pair in the airport. Okay. <laughs> well, I, my, my brother-in-law is from Naples. All right. And speaks very fluent Italian. Which is good for Florida. Which is... <laughs> Which is good. Oh, not Naples, Florida. Which is good to have bad, with bad. you. Which is good to have with you because I would stop at these guys and a lot of, like, I mean, he could pass for an American. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people would look at him and just be like, ah, you know, sucker American, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he'll let them. Yep. And then bust out with his Italian and be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So... <laughs> This guy was trying to sell me sunglasses, and he's using what very little English he knew. Uh-huh. Or purported to know. Yeah, and my brother-in-law was just like, don't buy from this guy. Uh-huh. Like, he he knew automatically who uh-huh. was a, a shyster. Yep. And who I should, you know, get away from. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, no, not that guy. No. <laughs> I'm like, no. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, moral of the story is buy your Italian sunglasses at the airport. At the airport. It was actually yeah. a pair of Fila sunglasses. Oh, okay. That I still have. Do you? Yes. Oh, very nice. Did you buy anything in Puerto Rico? Mm. Rum? <laughs> you can't you can't leave the country with it. We're rum st- rum it... that you buy in Puerto Rico, you can't leave the country. The well you can't leave there with. You can't get on the airport. Yeah, air, I was gonna say, uh, that's part of the United States. I know States. I get confused sometimes. 
Well, it does seem like a place totally different from the U.S. It does. And yeah. I feel bad for Puerto Rico because it's yeah. like... They, they are part of the United States. They don't get to vote. No. They get no say. Well, neither do the Virgin Islands or Guam. Well, they should, too. Yeah. Just saying. That's probably a very unpopular opinion, but it's my opinion. Okay. I just think... Um... No, I'm sure it's very popular there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Look, until American Samoa gets the vote. Right. You know? Now... I don't know if you if you mind if I bring this up. No, go, quick, uh, we, well, I don't know what it is. So what, we I, did, what we did over the weekend. He's like, I don't remember the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> so I remember we did a this, few things. This past weekend. Now, I think it's safe for me to talk about this because I'm 99% sure my mom doesn't listen to the show. Okay, good. Yes. So he's like, okay, great. Yeah. Now, my mom's 75th birthday is coming up. Right. Right? She's a milestone birthday. Mm-hmm. And she... Now... My dad's 75th was last August. Right. And my mom threw him like a big bash. Which, for those and of us born in August, it's easy to do because yeah. it's the summertime. and Yeah, it's nice out usually. Yep. So it was Your a, kid, you don't have to be at school. Right. It was a whole, you know, backyard barbecue thing. Now, my mom is unfortunately the person who usually um, plans these things. Mm-hmm. So for her birthday, she gets kind of messed because she's the planner. Right. So unless she's planning something for herself. Well, yeah. Now, my, what would what would I call her? My, my niece. In-law. My niece-in-law. Yeah. Has a daughter whose birthday is like a day or two after my mother's. Mm. So she decided to have a party for her daughter. Right. My mother. Not having a milestone birthday, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, when you're a kid. I don't understand people, and I'm not picking on them at all, My because my, I love them very much, but I don't get, I mean, I didn't get birthday parties when I was a kid, mm-hmm. so I don't understand people who just, like, throw parties. Well, you were also the third child. Yeah, it was... so I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, by the time you get to the third, as I understand it, it's like... Oh, yeah, you're over it. Yeah. You're over it. It's like, we don't need to... Maybe pay attention to their first steps. We've seen it twice before. Right. Yeah, we don't need to take photographs. Right. There's very little photographs of me. We don't know that Tara was actually born because there's no photographic evidence whatsoever. She was hatched at this age. There's barely any. Mm -hmm. So, third kid gets robbed. My niece is uh, the third. She feels me too. She's Uh, like, I get it. But she was the first girl. Right. Not only uh, are you the third child, but you're also the second girl. I know. Yeah. You're the spare. <laughs> I'm the spare parts? You are. Nobody wants my spare parts. You're, you're like I'm... Prince Harry. Yeah. Does that, make me, does that make me Meghan Markle? Yeah, whatever. Her birthday's around the same time of year. So, she's she's having a birthday. Now, I feel bad because my dad got this big bash, and she's not really getting anything. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want to do something special. So Jay and I went, I, well, let me take two steps back. Yeah. The The previous Sunday is, fa- uh, Sunday is family day at my, my parents' house. Everybody goes there for dinner. So I was chatting with her, and I was trying to get her to give me information. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about, she, I made a joke about, uh, I don't know, being on a beach. And she's like, oh, I'd love to be on a beach with a cocktail. And I was like, really? Yeah. And then she goes, no, not really. And I said, no. okay. I said, well, where would you Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, lead her in. And she said, well, I'd really love to go to the Daniel Webster Inn. Okay. That's where I want to go. And I was like, really? Yep. Because that's only on Cape Cod. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And why anybody wants to go to Cape Cod is, like, beyond my comprehension. I know. You do not like the Cape. I don't like Cape Cod. You know what's funny? I don't understand what people think is so special about it. The beaches are not that great. This, this, I just thought of, this to me is funny. Okay. Not funny, ha-ha, either. You are such a big supporter of Massachusetts. I'm very pro-Mass, yes. You are. And yet, like, the one, or one of the few parts which to me is like, okay, not so bad as long as it's not tourist season, the Cape. Yeah. You don't like it all. <laughs> and... Like I just, I don't when I bash Boston because it's got so many people, the roads are it does terrible. Have a lot of people, yeah. You know, uh, it's gridlocked from no, you know a, before sunrise. To, yeah. yeah, the traffic patterns are you horrible. Know, like the that, yeah. the people are annoying. 
you know, the... Yeah, uh, depends on what, where you are. Where yeah. People. Well, within, you know, a 50-mile radius. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I, every time I see that, I'm looking at you to see if you're going to shoot me daggers. <laughs> because, like, you are so pro-mass. I feel like, yes. you know, you might there's a part there's of you that a, might be taking it personally. There's a lot to do. I Sometimes I do. There's a lot to do in, in Boston. But I let you make fun it, of Rhode Island. It depends upon, like, what you want to do. Yeah. It's, as far as Cape Get Cod. Get out. As far as Cape Cod, if I say to you, you're going to go down to Cape Cod for the day, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, well I'm what, a... what do you think the average tourist person is going to oh, do? Oh, they want to go to the beach. The beach. Yeah. I can, I can find you four or five other beaches off of Cape Cod that mm-hmm. are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. There's Whitehorse Beach. Yep. Uh, um, Which is in Westport. Yeah, there's uh, Hull. Yep. Has a great beach. I will even give you Newport. Newport, Rhode Island has some really nice beaches. Yes. And as an added bonus, yep. if you go to the Newport beach, occasionally you get a Dale's lemonade truck that comes yes. in the summer. <laughs> and he's like, who wants lemonade? It's hot. Who wants rose lemonade? Uh, yep. I do. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, that is so much better than Cape Cod to me. Yeah. Those things. I think. And, I mean, you could even go up to Gloucester. Gloucester has uh, uh, some beaches. Oh, the North Shore, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the North Shore is actually right. beautiful. It feels more Cape Coddy to me than mm-hmm. Cape Cod does. Yeah, we were. But, I was outside uh, Salem. Um, there's a, the next town over from Salem. What town is that? Marblehead. Something Marblehead. like that. Yeah. Um, there was a beautiful like shoreline. Yep. And beach area near this uh, fort that I was going to film. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, this is really nice. Yeah. And there was not a ton of people there. Because it's not something that people you right. know, think to do. That's the other Cape in Massachusetts, <laughs> Cape Ann. Cape Ann, yeah. Right. Um, I think, all right, probably something else of people, why people want to go. I'm guessing seafood. Mm-hmm. They'll probably say it's uh, fresher there, but I think Gloucester is more of a fishing village than... Right, it is a fishing village. ...than any place on the Cape, on right. Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. So, I the only other thing that I can think of <laughs> for an attraction why people will go is the Mystique with the Kennedys, and I think that's probably died off to some degree by now, because, I mean, what, Jack died 56 years ago, so mm-hmm. the people that remember that are getting up there now. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's not as much of a draw as it was. I think that legacy is something. No, no, I think it is something. Yeah. Because a friend of mine has a a teenager in high school. Okay. And for a class trip, they went to, like, the Kennedy compound area. All right. They didn't get to tour the compound, but they went around the compound area. Yeah. So I think it's still something that people, like, make a, a thing out of. Right. But, I mean, that's, I think... The only thing I can think of, and this is this, I'm really pushing it with this. This is all I can think of is that it has that New Englandy like it, uh, yeah. like New Englandy picturesque right. kind of thing. Yeah, but not in the summer. <laughs> well, I you can't. It's it's not. It's so not worth going there in the summer. No, it's not. It was between like the time you'll spend on yeah. the highway. Right. In fact, you could probably leave for it for Memorial Day and not be able to come home until Labor Day. Yeah. You know, and the there are only two roads on and off Cape, and they're both packed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd be stuck in five miles plus of traffic. And you see a lot of, I don't want to say out-of-state plates, but, like, you know, you see Rhode Island, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's close enough by. I've seen New York. Yeah. I see a lot a of A lot New of York. Connecticut. Jersey, yep. Connecticut, yeah. Yeah, Pennsylvania even. You know, so it's like a lot of those uh, New York uh, astounds me because upstate New York is actually quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, for Jersey, I guess they don't want to go to the Jersey Shore. They'd rather come to Cape Cod. Right. Well, in all fairness, <laughs> uh, yeah, Atlantic City does have that uh, mm-hmm. grandparents' basement smell to it. I will... <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, uh, it is nice to say. I... I don't know. I don't know what the draw is other than maybe some people then use it as a uh, stepping off point to go over to the islands. Especially now, um, uh, you know, we'll see how things are uh, this summer because Barack Obama bought oh a uh, home in 
uh, Martha's Vineyard. It was tough enough for me to get to the vineyard. Now I know. I'm never going to be able to get there. No, you were never going to have your Sharkies again. Oh. I just, you know, I wish they would sell their merchandise online. Sharkies is a, a like a Mexican type restaurant right. on Cape Cod, uh, not Cape Cod, on Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. They have one in Oak Bluffs. They have one in Edgartown. The one in Edgartown is the only one that actually sells Swag, merchandise. Swag, yeah. And so it's like, oh. So last time we went there, which was a few years ago. It was. We, you know, got on the boat. We got off the boat in Oak Bluffs mm-hmm. because that's like the big tourist drop. Yep. And we walked down Circuit Ave, which is the big tourist shopping area. Yep. And that's where there's the, the Sharky's restaurant. We popped in and it's like, oh, yeah, well, you have to go to Eggertown if you want that. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> right. Seriously. Yep. So anyway, I, I'm going way back. So that's what my mom to wanted. To the Daniel Webster Inn. That's what my mom wanted. She yeah, wants so to go to the Daniel Webster Inn. Right. So Jay and I go there and we uh, we jump in and I walk in and I'm like, okay, well, this has like a odd... Smell to it. Not an odd smell. No, it but did. like an, an odd air of, of strange elegance to it. Mm-hmm. At least the when we walked in. Because there's this area where people can sit and the fireplace is lit. Yep. And I was like, well, that's actually kind of nice. Yeah. It's It's not something you see too often anymore. No. That's what I'm saying. It was like a a time capsule. Right. And the the walls were dark, so there's Mm -hmm. wood panel. Not wood paneling, like cheap stuff. It was actually wood. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of places now are not, um, I can talk, are not dark. Mm -hmm. There won't be dark colors like, say, a restaurant in the 70s or Mm -hmm. 80s. Yeah. You know, I can remember going to these places as a kid. You would have the, like, the vinyl uphold or pleather seats, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the, for the booths. You know, dark, well, rich woods. And it almost, it was kind of, there was kind of a, I don't want to say a dankness about it, uh, mm-hmm. but there was, it was like you were eating in a cave. As opposed mm-hmm. to now where colors are brighter, you know, yeah. whites, a little bit off-white maybe. Well, that's know. also a... Uh... It's a, it's an aesthetic. Yeah. And it's a visual thing, right. but it's also, um, if you use lighter colors, it makes the room seem bigger than it is. Uh-huh. If you use darker colors, it makes the room seem smaller. Right. Which actually they probably knew then, which probably then it was like, okay, we'll make it feel cozy. We'll paint it a dark color mm-hmm. or we'll have darkness about it right. as opposed to now where you want to feel like you're not as cramped in and not as right. crowded. So... Daniel Webster Inn. (laughs) I know. So back to the Daniel Webster Inn. Now, I'm not going to, in the off chance that she does find this someday, I'm not going to say how much the Mm -hmm. bill was. Uh, But, so we ended up getting them a a couple of nights down there, and the person uh, rings rings up the whole total and then says the price, which Jay went, uh, what? Yeah. (laughs) Because he gave us one price, and then he said after taxes... It's going to be this much. Right, which was like 50% extra. Right. So Jay immediately went, well, because he's he's the math guy. and, and He's the math genius of the group. <laughs> so he immediately goes, well, that's half the bill. Yeah. Why is it that much in taxes? And the guy goes, well, there's the state tax. Mm-hmm. There's a town tax. Yep. And there's a water tax. Right. And I went, I have to pay your water tax? Right. Yeah. Why am I paying your water tax? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that be part of the bill? I mean, shouldn't that be their responsibility? Yeah, which is incorporated into the bill. I mean, right. You know, it's like, how can you have that much in taxes? Right. And I really wish I could say the amount, but it was a third of the total price. Right. Now, that got me to thinking, because I know... Jay likes to poke fun of Massachusetts I at do. just about every chance he gets. Yes. Right? So that got me to thinking, like... Well, you like his... making fun of Rhode Island, so... I do, because it's fun. Yeah. So I got to thinking, I was like, you know, where does Massachusetts stand in terms of high, like with the, the tax bracket? Okay. Like our, our, and I'm looking at sales tax. Basic, oh, okay. So what you're trying to... Uh ascertain is does massachusetts deserve its tax its reputation okay right no i'm not gonna obviously i'm not gonna go and give you all 52 
because we don't have that kind of time. No. But I will give you. Was that include like DC and Puerto Rico or something? Yeah. Well, we got everything here. We it's all it's all fifty two. So. All right. So can you guess? I'll 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 let you. What do you think the the top ranking state with the with the highest sales tax? What do you think it is? Just sales tax. We're just looking at sales tax. California. No. No. New no. York. No. Okay. I'll give you one more guess. All right. Um, in my, hmm, I can't mm-hmm. ask if I'm in the right port- part of the country. Um, <laughs> can I ask a we've, question? We've mentioned it in the show already. Oh. Yeah. So it's not D.C.? No. New Jersey? No. Oh. Puerto Rico. Okay. 10.5. Wow. Okay. Percent, which I, I was like, wow. Like, I, I complete, I always forget about Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So having them at number number one, I was like, wow. Number two is Tennessee. Really? Mm-hmm. They're at 7%. So Rhode Island's 7%. Well, I, don't, I think they're looking at the average state and local tax. Okay. All right. So Tennessee, Louisiana, Washington... And Arkansas are your top five. Wow. California's okay. at six. All right. New York is seven. And now I'll I'll move forward a little bit to find where is Rhode Island. You're at number 23. 23. Okay. Yes. And Middle Massachusetts is 30. Okay. We're behind, right behind Connecticut, who is right behind New Jersey. Wow. Now, can you guess, well, how many is this? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right. Five. There are five states that mm-hmm. have zero sales tax. All right. Can you can you tell me what they are? All right. New Hampshire. That's one. Nevada. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> People at home are like, "Come on, Jay." Yeah. <laughs> no sales tax. Well, I know no it's not tax. Florida. Nope. Uh, it's not Georgia. Nope. It's not Texas. Or no. is it? No. No. Okay. Uh, I feel uh, North Dakota? No. <laughs> no sales tax. We've been th- oh, we've been through one of these states, if you want to call it a state. West Virginia? No. Well, we said New Hampshire. You've already said New Hampshire, yes. Yeah. Uh is it in New is it in New England? No. Okay. Is it None on... of these are in New England. All right. Except for New Hampshire. Well, yes. Yeah. You've already got that one though. Yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> North Carolina? No. I didn't think so. I'm going to name like every state we've been to. Delaware? Yes. Wow. I do. Okay. Delaware has 0% sales tax. All right. So, uh, all right. Are any of the other three east of the Mississippi? <laughs> I will tell you that one shouldn't, it should just be not even part of the United States. Alaska? Yes. Okay. That's, that's three. Three. All right. So two more. Yep. Are the remaining two east of the Mississippi or west or one of one? West. They're both we're, west. We're west coast, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Oregon. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So that's you got, four. You got one more. Idaho? Think more Montana? Mountain. Yes, I was okay. about to say, think more mountainy. Mm-hmm. Alaska, Oregon, Montana, Delaware, New Hampshire. All right. How do you feel about moving to Montana? Zero <laughs> percent chance of me moving to Montana. Uh. <laughs> We could get a cabin. Yeah. yeah. So, that's... I just found that interesting. Okay. Because it's like, oh, my goodness. Because, you know, my Massachusetts rating 30 really surprised me, actually. Me too. Because I thought, oh, we're going to be in the top 10 at least. Right. Well, like, Rhode Island is dead last for business development. So, and... Its sales uh, percent, its sales tax is seven percent statewide. Plus, you know, if you go to a restaurant, there's an additional one percent town tax. So, mm-hmm. you know, I thought for sure they'd be up there as well. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, we could uh, continue on, but uh, we feel that you're getting uh, sick of hearing us. So, getting all taxed out. Exactly. <laughs> Thank it's you. Taxing. It is. So, uh, thank you very much for listening to us here on Lunch Chat for this week. Next week, our first episode of February, and uh, Tara will not have any ideas for Valentine's Day because... <laughs> well, you and I are doing... You know, we should talk about what we're doing for uh, 
post Valentine's yes. Day yes. next week. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes. So, uh, until then, remember you can uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Look for Lunch Chat Show. That's Lunch Chat Show. You can also email us, lunchchatshow at gmail.com. That's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. So until next week, I'm Jay Rogers. I'm Tara. And you have a great week, Cranberry Country. Mm-hmm.